0: Welcome to this week's Friday Fix. I think Sunak is doing a rebuilding job from the end of the Johnson days and mostly sort of chaotic reign of Liz Trust for those seven weeks. So I think it's a rebuilding job and you've got to give him a little bit of time, but it's how unhappy are his backbenchers,
1: how anxious are they about their own seats? Hi, welcome to the PowerScore Friday Fix. I'm Harold Amu, a consultant on the public affairs team, and I'm here today with Mark Leffley, head of public affairs. Mark, we're here today to talk about the local elections, which are coming up next week. Now, they'll be taking place on the 4th of May. Tell us, why should we care about the local elections? This set of elections is interesting because they're the same group of councils and
0: councillors as the 2019 elections. And the Conservatives performed particularly badly that they had their worst results for 20 years yeah. in the local elections. That was when Theresa May, you know, remember her leadership, seems like about 20 years ago, but it was only a few years ago now. Um, she just survived a no-confidence vote. There was turmoil there over Brexit in the direction of whether we were actually going to even leave the European Union in the way that the Prexiteers wanted. Then Boris Johnson came in, won general election by the end of the year, and, and so things had changed. So this set of election results, you would think the Conservatives start from a really low base because of how many they lost during 2019. But already the Conservatives have been briefing out that they could lose more than a 1,000 councillors. Now, to put that into context, there is something like eight thousand seats that are being contested, and the Conservatives at the moment are protecting about three thousand three hundred and sixty of them. You would think that they would be—yeah, you know, these are pretty strong seats for us, since they were withheld to storm last time. But the Labour, so far ahead in the polls, um, are expecting to lose quite a few this time as well. Now, what will be interesting for the Conservatives themselves is that Rishi Sunak has been seen to steady the ship the Tories mm-hmm. but is this definitely the case we'll get a real test here so if they do lose a thousand councillors there will be a lot of murmurings of the one man that they brought in in order to offer that stability has perhaps failed to do so but we'll see it certainly they're trying to manage expectations I wouldn't expect it to be more than a 1,000 seats the interesting thing from a Labour point of view as well is how real is that lead there's a lot of worries among the backbenchers that Keir Starmer's leadership isn't necessarily that inspiring or almost winning by default Nothing wrong in that but with politics, by the way. It's perfectly normal. It's only that the likes of Tony Blair made expectations a little bit different among people. Yeah. But there will be murmurings if they don't get the really, really good result. And what Labour will also be looking for is how well the Greens and Liberal Democrats do. So last year, uh, Greens and Liberal Democrats did well, but typically they take votes away, typically you know, the Dems take the votes away from Conservatives. Yeah. So if they do well in Conservative areas this time, that means that the Conservatives will struggle. To get a bigger majority or get with, to get many seats in a general election, so looking for Lib Dems to almost
1: uh, take about a chunk of the Tories for them as well. Yeah, so that that actually brings me on to my next question in that a lot of people will probably see it as a sort of black and white thing in that if Conservatives are losing a thousand seats, Labour are gaining a thousand seats, but that's obviously not the case. How do you think those seats will be split? Well, Labour's the, the opposition party, you know, it's a bigger party, would expect them to get more, but the
0: Lib Dems, you know, they're confident at the moment. They have made some big changes at their HQ. They've really beefed up uh, their campaigns team, a lot more staff in that, and they're really confident in the southeast. They're really confident in taking away what you describe as the blue wall. Uh, a general election—that's the kind of area they're going to be targeting as well. It's interesting. The, the Dems—they're very good at painting successes as well. I remember I—I when when I worked for Vince Cable in uh, 2018. The the party had a, a decent set of results. They gained 75 councillors. Internally, we thought we were going to make losses, but we painted that as a huge success because no one really did particularly well at that time, and we came out looking like the winners. Actually, if you look at that carefully, you could argue that we should have gained hundreds of councillors in that election. But so yeah, Lib Dems good at painting successes, and anything any gains they
1: make this time that they will use it to sort of build their momentum. So, how much do you think we can really take out of local elections when projecting what we think will happen in the general election? Do you think it's it's a good indication of where the parties are ahead of a potential general election. Well,
0: I mentioned 2019, and obviously that was
1: not a great result, Um the locals for the Tories,
0: and they came back and won, um, maybe not quite a landslide, but a near landslide majority in the general election. I think it's difficult to judge because we're at a point where the Conservatives, they've been there in power now for 13 years. So local elections often become a bit of a protest vote, that's why it's so remarkable some of their performances over the last couple of years, or back in 2020 they did so well. I would suggest that if we can't just judge them by this, I think Sunak is doing a rebuilding job from the end of the Johnson days, obviously a sort of chaotic reign of Liz Truss for those seven weeks. So I think it's a rebuilding job and you've got to give him a little bit of time, but it's how unhappy are his backbenchers, how anxious are they about their own seats? That's what the Conservatives don't need right now, is their backbenchers openly revolting. Um, I have to, Sunak have finally calm things down. Probably one thing we should mention as well is is voter ID registration. This is a a big issue now for the first elections ever. You have to register and take voter ID with you. So that's things like passports, driving licences. Now, this has put a lot of people in sort of democratic advocacy groups. They're very concerned that this will actually suppress voting. That A lot of people who don't tend to register to vote or actively engage might then be put off voting and might not know enough about the new process there was actually a debate on this Thursday morning uh, about uh, about this very issue called by Clive Betts who's a senior Labour MP uh, he made the point that even the internal rules are very odd someone said about what you can take along as ID one thing you can take along as ID is an older person's bus pass but you can't take away a younger person's bus pass how old are you? I'm 24 24 do you have a younger person's bus pass? I don't anymore you don't anymore i right? too old for it now. <laughs> too old for it um but those guys, they can't take that long. And it's true to yeah, and he was saying, "What, what's the difference, really? Yeah. I'll see. Older people tend to vote conservative in greater numbers than younger people. So you could say it's an attempt to twist the law. I don't think that's the case, but it's a dubious change. It was interesting just watching Rachel Kling, the minister, who was there to answer, answer this urgent question. And she was clearly very irritated by a lot of questioning that was going on. Uh, she... Um, accused the opposition of peddling a false narrative of so, voter suppression. which is kind of interesting to see. It was interesting to see people so animated over, you know, a technical point in a local election. Yeah. that she was very animated about it, so obviously it's something that gets got a little bit under their skin about this. But whether we'll see next week whether it will lead to
1: that fewer people coming out to vote. And a lot of people didn't register in time, so that's certainly one issue. And turnout for local elections is generally lower than it is for general elections anyway. Yeah, much much lower. Yeah. So, uh, so the the conversation about voter election will probably rear its head again once we get round to general election and a bunch of people who especially young people who didn't realise what was happening now realise what's going to happen. Yes, yeah, so and I, I I would expect the papers to be
0: full of stories over next week or week after about the vote. And the vote and how many people came out to vote.
1: That might actually increase awareness of what you have to do now. But there will certainly be an issue as of next week. Yeah. And a final question for you. How long is it after the elections that we, we can expect to start hearing about results? You'll hear through the night. So it's it's very interesting. I
0: remember that election I mentioned before in 2018. We started to get a sense that actually the Lib Dems weren't doing too badly. That was very crucial for Vince's leadership at the time. Yeah, I remember we sent out the chief executive to Nick Harvey, former MP, onto BBC, and he was opposite Laura Coonsberg. I remember it was interesting how these things work. You know, I, I was texting both of them about the latest information and uh obviously it was uh, slightly favorable <laughs> uh but the results were good in fairness yeah me. but uh, yeah you have to be because the results come through so quickly those guys who are on the air need to have the latest up-to-date information and yeah. it will come thick and fast as you go through tonight uh well i would probably have spoken a lot about counselors we have to bear in mind councils as well and control of councils. so there's 230 councils up for grabs Councillors is a good guide but i think the number of councils that we see where the majority lies that might take a little bit longer and that will give us the true results of the night if Tories have lost control of a load of councils or Labour
1: failed to gain control Thank you very much for joining us in this week's edition of the Power's Call Friday Fix podcast We hope you've enjoyed it and learned a bit more about the local elections Don't forget to take your voter ID when you go out to vote Thank you very much for joining us